Hey, want to learn about the latest trends in digital marketing? In today's connected world, information is plentiful and always changing. It's difficult to keep up. Each week, we bring you the latest digital marketing news in easy, digestible format. Say goodbye to hours of research and learn everything you need to know right here. You are listening to This Week in Marketing. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of This Week in Marketing. I'm your host Sajid Islam and today we'll be counting down all the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of June 1st, 2020. So let's start this week's countdown with number 10. Facebook's photo and video transfer tool is now available in all regions. Facebook has announced that its photo and video transfer tool, which enables users to copy their Facebook photos and videos over to Google Photos, is now available in all regions. This is Facebook's first step in its new data portability approach, which will eventually provide users with more control over all of their Facebook data. You can access this option in Facebook settings within your Facebook, and you will be asked to enter your password before a transfer is initiated. Users all over the world can now save their Facebook content to Google Photos. It started with users in Ireland last December, extended to European, Asian and African regions in March and then the US and Canada in April. Number 9. Let's talk about Instagram. You will need to get explicit creator permission for Instagram embeds. Here is a little backstory. There have been several instances where photographers have sued multi-platform media and entertainment companies or websites for republishing their Instagram content without permission. There are times when the court ruled against the photographer because embedding meant that the license still remains with Instagram and was therefore bound by Instagram's terms of services. But then there are also times when the court refused to dismiss the lawsuit because there isn't enough evidence in the record to decide whether Instagram's terms of service provided a copyright license for embedded photos. Here is something interesting. Instagram issued a statement about this saying their terms allow them to grant a sub license but they do not grant users office embedding API a copyright license to display embedded images on other websites. So keep in mind before you embed someone's Instagram post on your website you will need to ask the poster for a separate license to the image to the images in the post if you don't you could be subject to a copyright lawsuit. Okay now we move on to update number eight. This update is still on Instagram. Instagram is testing out a new option that will allow you to get Facebook Messenger on Instagram. What this means is that you will be able to view your Messenger's inbox directly in your Instagram DMs. This is in line with the effort to make messaging services work across the various apps such as Instagram, Messenger and WhatsApp. How does this work? Well, as of now, your inbox will be replicated within each app so any messages that you received on Facebook Messenger will also be available on Instagram's platform. This option is still under a testing phase and is yet not available to all the users. Currently, we don't know if or when this option will be available for everyone, but Facebook is very much moving ahead with this messaging integration plan. In my opinion, this is a good thing because now you don't have to jump from one platform to another or one messaging app to another messaging app to see all your messages, which is great. However, the drawback is that, you know, unless Facebook labels each of these messages from where it arrived or where it came from, it could create some confusion as well. But knowing Facebook, I think they are going to do something such as labeling. Let's be hopeful and let's watch cautiously in terms of how this all plays out. Now, we are on to number seven. Let's talk about YouTube. YouTube recently announced updates for creators to help them with their merchandise sale and tracking of the revenue. 
Creators will now be assisted by a new feature that highlights a creator's merchandise sale in the chat during a live stream. When a creator's merchandise is purchased during a live stream, there will be an alert displayed to the whole chat room similar to when someone becomes a member during a live stream. This gives fan a way to show off their support for the channel. This feature is available to creators who are utilizing Teespring to sell their products on YouTube. Another feature is a new revenue report that can be accessed via YouTube Studio. This report merges two existing monthly reports about subscribers and revenue. There is also an all new analysis of video views and it includes a new visualization with a monthly bar chart showing 13 months of data. You will find this option in YouTube Studio Analytics in the channel overview section and will be updated at the beginning of each month. Update number 6 is on Google Search and Google My Business. Google has announced an update to the feature snippets that take users to the relevant text on a web page. So now, every time you use your search, clicking on the feature snippet on the results will take you directly to the text that is relevant to your search query. The text will also be highlighted to make it easier for you to find what you are looking for on the entire page. In case you are wondering, what do you have to do to make this happen to your page? The answer is nothing. There is no special markup needed, nothing to add, but it is important to note that this change isn't happening to all feature snippets just yet. It's only happening where Google has a high confidence of being able to direct users straight to the content. Now let's talk about Google My Business. Google Business used to allow establishment to have only one set of opening hours for each day of the week, but because businesses are evolving due to the pandemic, Google Business is adjusting with the businesses. Some establishments are operating on limited or varying operating hours, added services that weren't offered before or shifted to only food delivery. The new feature can certainly assist in those cases and give businesses more flexibility by allowing them to manually enter a type of service and this corresponding hours. So in my opinion, both of these are very good changes. Number one, feature snippets. The way Google is showing small brief or extract on the search results page from your website directly into the search results page, I think it's a good thing. So what this basically means is that if you are not up-leveling your content game, if you're not up-leveling your SEO or search engine optimization strategy, then you are going to miss out. However, if you have that good content strategy up-leveling your search engine optimization strategy, then you know what? What you stand to gain from this feature snippet update and from Google My Business it's becoming more flexible so you have more to take at leverage Google to your advantage. We are making our way to the upper half of the countdown now. Update number five is all about Google Ads. Google Ads has announced a beta tool called Explanations to help speed up the process of diagnosing changes in conversions, impressions, or click volumes. Find issues faster and cut down on the time spent digging through reports, tools, and data to locate whether there is an issue. This tool will only be available for search campaigns using manual bidding or enhanced CPC, which is cost per click, and not for display, video, shopping, auto bid setups, or dynamic search ads. Another tool update is on keywords. You can find relevant keywords faster with the refined keyword option on your Google Keyword Planner. You can now group together ideas based on the characteristics of your products or services like colors, sizes, and many more. Refined keywords allow you to filter attributes by giving you a checklist that you can include or remove in your list of keyword ideas. This will make it easier for you to find keywords that fit your new and existing campaigns without manually determining those keyword ideas. If you were to ask me, the first one, which is the beta tool called Explanations, is actually a step again towards moving Google Ads into a you know more self-service model where it's more user-friendly, business owner-friendly, layman terms, 
platforms, people who are not experts friendly using artificial intelligence slash machine language, which is actually good because now Google is maintaining a call center where people have to call a business owner who's not an expert calls and asks for help. And Google is taking that into an artificial intelligence model. And they're like, you know, really moving this into like and making it much easier. However, be cautious because, you know, sometimes these tools, artificial intelligence tools will actually do what's in favor of Google, not because it's not in favor of your business. Nevertheless, we keep continuing to see the trend where, you know, businesses are moving more towards self-service model backed by artificial intelligence. Next up on our list is Pinterest. Pinterest has added a shop tab to its lens results feature, which allows users to find items based on an image. As Pinterest continues its shift towards becoming a full e-commerce platform, the addition of new shop tab within its lens visual search results become a powerful tool to getting your buyable items to your customer. All a shopper has to do is to click the camera button in the search bar, upload a photo or take a snap of the item that he or she is looking for and select the shop tab to view a feed of shoppable pins based on the products identified in that image. Each product is linked directly to the checkout page on the seller's website making shopping faster and easier. Here's my opinion. If you're in e-commerce and you're not using Pinterest or if you you're not promoting your product in Pinterest, then you are missing out. Be an innovator, be an early adopter and cash in on the opportunity while the competition on that platform is non-existential because you don't want to wait and everyone be in Pinterest and then you join in and then you're basically fighting with all the other e-commerce providers to get attention of your future buyers. Pinterest has this amazing feature. There are people who are on Pinterest. Go ahead and market your product on Pinterest. Now down to update number three. Our next update is on Facebook. Facebook has several announcements this week, but let's look at the two of the most irrelevant ones. First up is Facebook's new plans sticker for scheduling online meetups. Facebook is testing out a new sticker type for Facebook stories. The new plan sticker allows you to set a schedule for an online meeting where you can add a date and other information on how your viewers can join the meetup. You will also see if any of their friends are interested in your event. This added feature can be a good for product announcement, online event announcements, or simply for setting up a meetup schedule among friends. It is like Facebook events except it's on your stories and you will also see who among your connections will be attending. The plan sticker is only available to selected users and is currently under a testing phase. Another update is all about digital marketing and how it is constantly being integrated with social networks and Facebook adding an option to send marketing emails via the Pages app is solid proof. Several users of the Facebook Pages app have reported seeing a new function which prompted them to send a customized marketing emails via their Facebook page. Pages will need to confirm your page, email address and once confirmed you will need to manually add email contacts to your database. You will be asked to confirm that any contacts added have given explicit permission to be contacted contacted with promotional messages via email. Take note, any email you send using this process will be delivered as your business.mail by fb.com email address attached to your account. You can't simply use the email that people have listed on their Facebook profiles. All emails contacts need to be manually uploaded. Once you have agreed to Facebook's usage terms, you can create campaigns in the app. You will also see a preview of your subject line and content in the lower section. In my opinion, this is a big move from Facebook. It directly challenges businesses such as MailChimp, Constant Contact and other email providers. And at the same time, it adds another break in creating that wall garden that Facebook has always wanted to create, right? And making the wall higher or taller. As I always say with Facebook, it is a double-edged sword. They're making it convenient in exchange for giving up control plus data. And if something goes wrong, such as your account gets blocked, your page gets deleted, or you know something happens, then remember, Facebook, there is no support. 
right? You are in the la la land by yourself and then you would be kicking yourself in the rear. So guys, proceed with caution. Yes, it is helpful. You don't have to, if you're a small business and you don't have money or revenue to pay for the $15, $20 a month to MailChimp and other email providers, this is a great option. However, you have that revenue, I would then go into Facebook. And also, we do not know how email providers are gonna tag these emails, especially with Gmail, if they're gonna drop it in the promotions tab, if they're gonna put it in the spam email, because in now Facebook, all the emails that get sent from Facebook will have this business.mailbyfb.com email address attached to that thing. So it's just like a lot of uncertainty and you definitely don't wanna, you can test it out with your users, but I wouldn't just rely solely on this solution. Number two on our list is about Snapchat. Snapchat began testing its dynamic product ads unit in US last October and is now available globally. This was an open beta test of dynamic ads that enabled brands to automatically create real-time ads based on their product catalogs which can contain hundreds of thousands of items. You can create your Snap campaigns by formatting your uploaded product images into platform-friendly formats. All you need to do is upload your assets and let Snapchat's ad manager provide you with the various templates aligned to the platform's display focus. Another feature of Snapchat's dynamic ads is the real-time update on the availability of your product. The update will be reflected in your promotions and revise the details accordingly. This new update is now out in the UK, Germany, Middle East and Australia. Now, if you ask me and I will be like in you know, a very frank with you all is that you know I didn't think you know, Snapchat had this capability of the dynamic product ads and I always wrote off Snapchat as being like you know that teen friendly millennium friendly you know instant messaging platform where you send a message they read it and it's all gone seeing how Snapchat has evolved and it's adding like dynamic product ads you know if you're again into e-commerce and you know you are fighting for attention on Facebook or on YouTube or in Google ads and you are like always looking for channels this is a great channel to try on. Obviously, you have to be either in UK, Germany, Middle East or Australia to try out this feature. But if you are listening from any of these regions, go ahead and try it out. It gives you yet another channel with very low effort, not so much competition, and you probably will be able to make a lot of conversions. On the very top of our weekly update on digital marketing is all about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is introducing new capabilities to retarget the right professionals and bring more impact to your campaigns. There are also updates to the LinkedIn audience network to help you scale engagement and consistently interact with the professionals you're trying to reach. Retargeting by video and lead gen forms. This feature builds on our current offering by helping you reach those most interested in your brand based on their actions with your ads such as video views and lead gen form interactions. These new feature enable you to tailor your messages to your objective and retarget those who watch 75% or more of your video campaign to invite them to register with a sponsored content ad. You can also deepen the relationship with your key account using the expanded retargeting feature that allow you to market to the audience of influencers and buyers based on where they may be in their purchase process. This feature will be available over the next month within Campaign Manager. Another update is the ability to deliver sponsored content campaigns that achieve up to 25% more reach and up to 9x more monthly touch points to LinkedIn members with selected trusted apps and publisher including Flipboard, Microsoft News and MSN.com. Folks who are listening to this show, I will tell you, up until now, number one complaint that I've heard from people all around the world is like, no, LinkedIn is very expensive. With this retargeting features and expansion of the audience network, what this is doing is number one, it's going to drop the, it's going to lower the cost of running ads or cost of acquisition, cost of you know, attracting new traffic into your 
campaigns, it's going to go down drastically. And number two, retargeting allows you to basically target people who have watched your content 75% or more at a lower, cheaper cost. This is basically means LinkedIn is actually becoming an adult and LinkedIn is adding new features. So soon it's going to compete head to head with Facebook. In fact, you know, it's going to get better because LinkedIn is all about professionals, not about, you know, other people who are just there to show off what they ate, where they visited, what they did on vacation. If you're not on LinkedIn, maybe this is a time to jump into LinkedIn. Alrighty, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. And these were the important updates for this week. If you'd like to read more, make sure you visit our show page where you will find all the links to these articles. And if you enjoyed this episode of this week in marketing, make sure you subscribe and give us a thumbs up. You can also like us on Facebook and LinkedIn to stay updated and connected. Once again, this is your host, Sajid Islam, signing off until next week. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.